AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This 
podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This episode of The Fighting Cock is dedicated to the memory of Chaz Hodges. You will never be forgotten. Rabbit, 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 Today I'm joined by Cave, Hello. Ricky, Hello. and we've got David Alfie Ward. Hello. How's things going, mate? Good. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me back. No problem. Cave, you was uh, just saying that you, you once supported Chaz and Dave, is that right? Yeah. Cave, I, Chaz and Dave. No, I used to play in a, in a punk bluegrass band called Celebrity Chimp. And we did, oh, and we wore pink lycra on stage. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, we once did a gig, we supported them. What, and what they they scouted you out and found you and thought, yeah, no, let's no, get these it was guys. For someone that booked it, they absolutely didn't choose us to play as did, their support. Actually. Did you speak to them at all? Uh, very briefly, said hello. Yeah, yeah. Did you go on Spurs? On Spurs? I did a little bit. Yeah, and then Got they it. were a bit like, yeah. Oh. I think there was. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was nice to meet them. I remember that their drummer didn't have a snare drum, and he looked a bit like Father Christmas. But we lent him our snare, and the gig went off without a hitch. <laughs> and then every band that played in that gig subsequently broke up within the next three weeks. And then obviously those guys got back together and had another pop at it and stuff. So. Which is a lovely thing, indeed. Rick, yeah. Uh, how are you? Uh, good. You said you got something funny to tell us. What? <laughs> <laughs> straight in, straight in there. Well, I, I don't know if it's like funny. It's more more of just like my weekend. It's my daughter's seventh birthday, and for her birthday, she wanted to have a sleepover. So five of her schoolmates that are like six years old. Um, come round and they five of them. Yeah, exactly. That's ne- a lot. Yeah, never. Ne- and and that's this six years old man. Like, like, I'm like worried that someone's going to shit themselves or <laughs> I have to deal with that and my missus was like you won't have to do anything and I'm just panicking but I'm like so if, was this if, a, that, you... if that one shits itself <laughs> and that one's crying I'm going to have to do one of the like, I'm going to have to go over and sort one of them out and what this, do you mean by sort was, them out? well like comfort them or something right right right, right. But, uh, <laughs> like, just get rid of them get rid of them just put them in the shed stay there so you clean yourself up don't you little pig <laughs> and then uh, it was like so me and my missus was just like my missus was, was uh, with them in the front room and then it got to like 10 o'clock and my missus was like right girls you've got to go to bed and then uh, my missus came up to bed and we were sitting there just waiting for all of them to be quiet and stuff and it got to half one <laughs> at night and they're still cackling and chatting downstairs all these fucking six year olds well I went to bed in the front room yeah I went to bed right. in the front room set it up as a, as a kind of little, little den for them while they're watching a, a film or whatever and then uh, like so eventually they all, they all fall asleep and then the first like crack of dawn six in the morning I kind of wake up I, I can hear them downstairs and I'm like fuck man like my missus is sparks I'm like I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to deal with shit or either she's like pretending so I thought I'd wait right and I could hear her downstairs like Here's your Pepsi Max. Here's your lemonade. Here's your lemonade. Who wanted the Coke over here? And then I like sprinted down, got my jogging bobs on, sprinted downstairs. 
They're only playing, weren't they? There wasn't any. There weren't any drink offers. <laughs> They're like a fake what, kitchen. What, what were you worried about? What are fucking drinking coke at six in the morning? They go home and tell their mum. Oh yeah. Have they had any really, sleep no, at all? I don't know. I don't care. Was she tetchy? Was your daughter tetchy that next day? Yeah, yeah. And she, she had a, a midday snooze as well. She never does that. But the, the, one of the horrible things as well of when people are coming and picking their kids up, uh, like they. Get into the conversation. Oh, how are you? How was it? And all that lot. Mm. And oh, like, oh, so where do you work again? Oh, how is it working? And in my mind, I'm just thinking, just get your kid and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> just get out of my house. <laughs> just get out of my house. <laughs> Why are you still in my house? <laughs> like, uh, and then, oh, mate, yeah. So it was uh, an interesting weekend for me. Do you think that's how MK Don fans feel about Spurs? <laughs> <laughs> they feel nothing. Uh. What's that? That's your phone. Do you want to carry on talking? That's unprofessional, that is. Um, yeah, so six-year-olds in your house, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing that worried me as well. I, like, I just made sure I stayed upstairs, like, I ain't fucking dealing with any of that. So you yeah. left it to your missus, that's, that's yeah, out of order. Yeah, it is out of order. <laughs> it's really out of order. Let's talk to them. Because uh, that's what everyone's here for, isn't it? Yep. Uh, finally, it feels like an age. We've got something to talk about and be gleeful about. Yes. Sort of. It was a bit kind of... There was times where they they did a right Brighton, but we got the result. We had good performances pretty much throughout the park. I think one or two need to pull their socks up massively. Eric Dyer. Um, let's start with a negative. Where are you at with uh, Eric Dyer at the moment? Starting with a negative, brilliant. We probably shouldn't, uh, but because okay. I made that kind of sort of joke that no one laughed at. We, uh, uh, no case smiled at me. But do you, what's, <laughs> what's the deal with Eric Dyer? Are you up for him? Or? Uh, at the moment, uh, the, in, weren't just the game against Brighton, there's been quite a few games where I think he's been really complacent with his passing. Mm. Um, I think uh, positionally as well, he just, he just there are times he doesn't seem aware of that he gets the ball, he receives it, and then he's kind of like looking around, of, he doesn't know where, anyone, yeah, where everyone is and he doesn't know where to pass it and he's rushed into a pass or he passes backwards and he's like he's a bit kind of confused whereas you know the vast majority of footballers when they, they know the second third fourth choice and where the players are on the park but he just seems a bit out of sorts recently I think you need his defensive awareness he doesn't have to do a great deal on the ball and I think he slows the ball down a little bit and has given away he's made some pretty horrendous mistakes over the last couple of games Yeah, really. but his spatial awareness and I'm reading the game when he's not got the ball is actually very useful. But what, what what's actually the problem with with him at the moment and with the team in general? Because you go back a couple of years, like you, you take more out the team, that's pretty much the same. Like, it's the same starting yeah. eleven. And inertia. What, what's so different now that, that isn't working that did work back then when we looked really confident and really dominant? It feels like there's just like a little bit of something with with a lot of the players. Like I know you guys have covered the, the inter game. But, but just people didn't look themselves. Like, it's the same players on the pitch. They didn't look like they were all there. They didn't look happy. They didn't look confident. Think, just, just to turn this into a positive, because we have just won a Premier League game. Um, sorry, yeah, put the hand, hand back down. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> the, uh, do we do that now? Put the yeah, hand up? Uh, only if, you don't, if anyone talks over each other, I'm going to stop the pod. Really? Can't hear anything. So Dave, if you feel the need to jump in on anyone... Raise your hand. Little raise of a hand. Yes, please. Thank you. That's the yeti. <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, it, I, I think Pochettino, great, great compliment. We <laughs> all put our hands up. Okay. Yeah, great, a great, a great uh, statement that, that that became evident after the after we lost against Inter and after we lost against Watford was that, you know, that he predicted a 
an issue with Spurs. Daniel Kilpatrick talked about it last week that that he feared that there would be a, a downturn in 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 performance after the Man United game. Um, and, and it happened, you know, we lost three on the bounce and the, the, the defeat against Watford was a particularly hard one to take because on paper we should, be, we should be beating them. You know, seven times out of ten we'd beat Watford uh, and it just didn't happen. They muscled us out of this. And, 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 and I think maybe there was a level of complacency at, at Spurs that may we, by beating Man United 3-0, that they believed something, that they, they were something other than actually what they are and, and that self-doubt needing to improve is what made Spurs so great over the last three or four years so then after three defeats to then go to Brighton who are no mugs you know people look at Brighton and think actually they're you know they're a a small club shouldn't really be in the Premier League that kind of thing there's elitism around a lot of fans who watch Premier League football but we went there and, and we did a job this is a team that's already beaten Man United there and while they threatened, I think we probably deserved it. You think? Yeah, I just want to go back to your point. How, how oh, right. do you feel about um, the um, like Potch making this kind of like premonition of <laughs> that after we did, played Man United and beat them 3-0 at Old Trafford and he was like a bit wary of that there would be a downturn in it? Do you think that shows that he's a good, a good manager, that he's read the situation? Because other managers might be like... Then that happens. They're like, "Fuck! Like, well, what have I done?" Or because he I think guessed ma- that. I think a lot of managers at his level would be able to predict that. Yeah. That they've seen it before. Um, and I mean, I guess it's a little bit alarming that he couldn't prevent it. But sometimes it takes a performance in order to jolt them into into playing. I don't know. It's, he didn't need to say that, but I think he could probably predicted the outcry from the press and all the shit about. Do you think we are tied? Do you think do you think there's a lethargy in that side? Dave? Do, you, do you know what I think? I think we are tired, and I, I don't want to say that, but I I think there 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 is a bit of a weariness, a bit of tired legs in there, and I don't know why. Is it because most of our squad got to the World Cup semi final? That could be a possibility, or is it that there's just no fresh faces in there? I don't want to be. I'm not one of them kind of negative people, but there is definitely something. In the last few weeks, we've just we've not looked ourselves. I can't remember the last time. I've noticed Spurs that have been not, you know, we've been really struggling when we've been pressed, you know, and we keep passing out from the back, and we're not like we used to just pass it out of the back, bang, 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 it's gone. And right now, at this moment, it seems like we're our, the players are, are, are second guessing, a double thing. As soon as they've got the ball, they're thinking what to do with it, and it's not coming as natural as it as it once was. And I don't know why that is. Is is that something to do with the other teams that are playing against us that maybe know the way that we play a little bit better, or or, or is it? See, I, I think that there's a, I think there's something. There's a weird vibe around the club at the moment in terms of the fact that there's all the shit that's going on with the stadium. Some of the contracts that we may be expected to get renewed at the start of the season haven't done. We didn't bring anybody in at all. Um, if you're a player in that team, you know, you you know, you rewind to a few years ago. There were players there that were really they they felt like they had a platform to prove themselves. You know, there there was an opportunity, there was a good team spirit, and they were really all pulling together and fighting for something. And that's certainly something that Poch has created. Like if you if you go two years down the line, you've not won anything. You've you've had good good seasons, but it, it doesn't feel like the club's really like moving forward. It could something as simple as that be the contributor to the fact that everybody just doesn't feel like they're quite on it at the moment. Like, 
don't know. I think, yeah, well, I think there's a mix of things, like a blend of both, both of what you guys were saying, that the, the tiredness and jadedness from uh, the World Cup, not bringing anyone in. Uh, I also think at the beginning of the season, we, we kind of slightly changed formation again. Um, I think that was to compensate for Kane's... I think Pochettino, through making those... That, that change in formation where he played more up top with, yeah. with, with Kane was so that Morocco could do Kane's running. Um, I felt much better given the fact that we, we reverted yeah. back to that 4 2 3 1 against Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, same as. Um, so I think there, there, there's, there's quite a few things that are, are contributing to why we're not, you know, uh, not clicking as, as we once were. But, um, like, not bringing any players in. And the, the the point about um, when you kind of can you, like can you, like I know like Pot he he trains hard he's very you know quite strict and uh, in um, very methodical and what he does and stuff like that and when you're putting your like all your efforts into it and you're like two and a half three years down the line and you think you're gonna have a trophy or something at the end you you you, you probably can think you lose your hunger and lose your appetite yeah because it's, it, nice, it's, yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not happened, you know. I, I've certainly been in a job previously um, where I've worked really hard, and I think I'm going to get my just rewards, and it doesn't happen. Then you're like, "Well, why the fuck am I doing this?" Like, that's what's, bollocks. What's the point? That's yeah. absolute bollocks, Rick. What, I've, 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 you've worked hard. Yeah, that is bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> that is bollocks. It's a weird. <laughs> it's a weird work environment, though, and I think it's one that that maybe like most people find it quite hard to relate to. In that you've got this squad of players whereby you're all getting paid, like maybe you're not getting paid your, 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 your match bonuses or your goal or assist bonuses or whatever. Plenty of money. Yeah, there's plenty of money knocking about, but you're, you're not getting... If, if you get that team supplemented by other players, like can you, can you think of any other job, like what we all do for a living, whereby somebody coming in is going to potentially threaten our role. Mm. That's a pretty strange work environment. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and do we really know what it feels like to be a footballer in that squad whereby you're thinking, actually, is it is it a good thing for me that nobody's been brought in because I get to keep doing what I'm doing? Or are you thinking, if they do bring somebody in to challenge me for my position, I might be out of pocket or I won't get to but play? That, that's, yeah. that's what it's about like with, with football, why it's a weird thing, is because we don't care about... The psychological warfare that is professional football. We don't care if Lamella's under pressure because we bought in players that's better than him. And as soon as we've got someone better than him, you can fuck off, Eric. You know what I mean? It's that like we don't support a player that's not in form. We support a player who perhaps has earned a grace period, like Harry Kane. If he doesn't score for ten games, no one's no no Spurs fans chucking him out because of the goals he scored, not because of the type of person he is. And everyone says they love Harry Kane. I love Harry Kane. I love Eric Mella. I love well, Leicester. I love. I love Toby Alderweireld. You wouldn't love him unless he was delivering. So you don't love him. You love the fact that he was good at football. Yeah. And, and that's fine. That's, that's the game we're in. The, the, the thing is, with what, going back to what, what Cave was saying, if we, if we don't bring in players, though, there's also that psychological edge where do you think that the players get a bit lax, where they think, exactly. well, actually, nobody's come in. Exactly. So, I don't have you know, to. I don't have to try as hard. And, and, and I know? think there's no... There's no uh, it's no surprising. It's no surprising the fact that um, both our fullbacks are, uh, uh, all four of our fullbacks are playing well to get in that first team because there is competition yeah. there. Aurier yeah. played against Inter Milan, did very well. Trippier played last week, did very well. Rose has come back. We're going to talk about Rose. He's come back into the team and 
had a great performance. Got yeah. man of the match, actually. Yeah, he, did look, he did look good. He looked... Can we can we talk about some positives, though? Because we have the kind of... We're kind of hauling Spurs over to Coles, and there was a lot positive in that in that, that Brighton game. Give me one thing. It could be a player or a moment, whatever it is. Give me one thing. Eric Lamella. Eric Lamella. Thank you very much. Cave. I was going to say Eric Lamella. I think positive is that... These games last season, we, we've got a better points haul for, for this start and for the, the opposition that we played for these games last season. It is technically an improvement. Exactly. Uh, playing it out the back, we scored from kind of playing it, from being persistent playing it out the back, and there are times where I'm just like, lads, just fucking sky it, mate. Just, just hoof it. We but never the, will the, do the, that. The persistence of doing that and, and making sure that uh, when they're pressing, when... Uh, Brighton were pressing and they're moving up the pitch that we were just creating angles and just passing straight through them. I think we're a couple of games away from getting everything we want. I genuinely do. I, you know, listen, listen. This has happened before. I've heard him say this exact words before. And we didn't get everything we wanted. I mean, I, I don't know. After Saturday, I don't know what everything I want is. Honestly, I used to think it was Spurs winning trophies. Now I think it's just Paolo Gazzaniga naked in my bed. Oh, mate. So how <laughs> handsome is that man? It's ridiculous, it's isn't it? It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's I'm, I'm like when you look at him, it's like... It? I'm sitting it makes there... you so conflicted. Yeah, You're not would... a fan of the chase, though. Like, you've just jumped straight to him being in your bed. Oh, you mean the programme of Bradley Walsh? Like, um, no, actually, like, like the, the, the process chase. of convincing no, him to be in your bed at all. No, no I'm a big fan of the chase. He's just gone straight but to I, bed. I, I, have, I, I back the ability of my charm, and I reckon I could charm him into bed. I think, like, I mean, uh, yeah, I'd love a world where he was in my bed. I, 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 I was watching it in a pub, and every time it cut to him, I just slowly my hand went to my penis, <laughs> like, in, instinctively, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, the got a missus and the kids here. Why am I thinking like, about this? They're more important. Like, you've got the boy building Lego. You've got a missus drinking a Prosecco, and I'm sitting there touching my peas next to Paolo Gazzaniga. And uh, you know, and this I don't is blame a, you. Look, this is, I know, and I'm not wrong. No, I am not, not wrong, wrong here, am no, I? You're in the right. I'm in the right here. So what, what world do we live in where I can't sit with the kids and the wife and touch my penis at our goalkeeper? <laughs> what world? A fucking Crazy conservative yeah. stuck-up world is what we're in. <laughs> the thing is, I used to think Loris was good-looking, but, but I, just, nah. I don't think so anymore. I don't, I don't even want Loris back. I don't want him back. Gazzik Niger is too beautiful to be dropped. Oh, it's just... Uh, oh, my He gosh. had a good game, didn't he? He did. So He had a good game. So, uh, Pochettino came out and said he was my man of the match. And Spurs fans, they did a, uh, a poll, and Gazzik Niger came out as man of the match as well. Two games he started for Spurs. Palace and Brighton. Both games, man of the match. What's the problem? He looked composed on the ball. He collected his crosses, made a good save against Knockhart when he went through, although it was a terrible shot. What, what, what do you think about his performance, Cave? Uh, he, he seems. I, w- I don't want to say anything about him that makes it sound like we're unhappy with Vaughan because I do think Vaughan is. Was, was Vaughan dropped? <laughs> Injured, I apparently. Because he wasn't even on the bench. Was he, was, no, he wasn't was on the bench. injured, apparently. Do you, do you want, so who do we have on the bench? Uh, uh, Whiteman. Did we? I didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of him? No. Yeah, I've, heard, I've I, heard of him. I knew he was in the squad. but I, 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 never, I love it. I love it when you get a player on the bench and go, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs> he must be quality. Windy was wanking over it. Yeah, I'm sure he was. He felt like he was slightly more... 
Like, like I, d- I don't know. I don't think Vorm's a bad keeper. I think we've actually been quite blessed with Vorm as a backup keeper for the past few seasons because he could still be playing as first choice somewhere pretty decent. Well, a team on the brink of relegation. He'd probably yeah, yeah, be. yeah. Potentially, he'd, he, he's a good shot stopper. He'd make a, a bunch of saves and he and terrifies it, me. If, if he has a lot of balls flying at him, he <laughs> he, w- he would he would do something with them. Not as many, <laughs> not as, many as Gazaniga, eh, boys? <laughs> but it did feel like Gazaniga. I, I, I think in in the air he felt like he he kind of uh, again I don't think any of our goalies are particularly dominant in the air no. but he felt he was definitely more so than Vorm in the, with the ball, when the ball was at his feet I, the minute he got it I was I had no issue when yeah. Vorm gets at his feet I'm like just, just sky it sky it the thing with Gazaniga is that if you look at a lot of the training picks he's, he trains with the outfielders as well as he trains with the goalkeepers and I think really? that, that's a co- that, that's a testament to how good he is with his feet. Yeah, he's yeah. always in like you know the, the circles and and passing the ball. So I think you know he's known to be very good with his feet as well. So it's yeah. his eyes, isn't it? It's, and it's just it's a, his it's, eyes. It's everything. Yeah. It's his eyes. It's everything. He's in the full package. He's <laughs> the full package. Oh, just it's like I, I'd love to see what you know. There, there, there's kind of there's two men. Yeah. There's two men I'd go gay for: Ryan Gosling and yeah, Ryan Gosling. Niga. Yeah. Is his name Paolo? Isn't it? I called him Paolo just now so I, But I was unsure of it as well so. uh, Lamella and uh, Lucas as well uh, Obviously Lamella's come back into form Hasn't he He's, yeah. he, he's going to play like, I, I think when, when we've got a team that isn't Perhaps lacking in certain aspects You want And like we've talked about the inertia of the Spurs side But he's come on and he's kind of like He's like fight, spiteful, getting stuck in I love Lamella I know he's got to, so we all, We're all on the, the Lamella love train I like right now. Lamella I, I, I like Lamella a lot, and I think he certainly embodies a lot of what we've needed in the team in in the past few games. Somebody to really like try and get involved and grab the game by the balls. And he's had a like what is it his last his last like he's he's had four goals and one assist in his last ninety eight minutes of Premier League. Yeah, he's football. averaged a goal every thirty five minutes. But but when we started him. He doesn't look as good when we start him. Like he's been very, very effective coming off the bench and giving us something that we that we're lacking to kind of like turn a game. But he's not been as effective when starting. Is that the way we're using him? Is it is it just the way that he plays? I've been uh, I've been very critical of Lamella over over the Why? past two seasons because uh, he didn't he didn't live up to the bail. Yeah, and uh, uh, it cost thirty million. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> but um, like, admittedly, um, he has played that that cameo role where he's come on um, as a sub. He, he's been he's been superb. And like, you know, would you start him in the next game, Rich? Like Cave was saying, when, when he has started, he hasn't. There hasn't been that intensity. So you wouldn't? Um, no, I wouldn't. I, I still wouldn't. I, I, Go with I, Lucas. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think he's a good. He's a good option to bring on after like 60, 65 minutes. I think it's a catch-22 in a way, though, because I think Lucas sometimes can give you something completely different off the bench Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it's like, what do you want for 60 minutes and then what, what do you want for half an hour? And, yeah. and you, you, they're two completely different playing styles uh, that, that offer something, you know, different yeah. Yeah. as in the same. So it's, it's a bit of a catch-22 that you don't... I would start... I thought Lamella was, it deserved a start on, on Saturday. Yeah, I when I saw the lineup come out, I thought 
it's probably a bit harsh on him because he's done well, you know. Um, but then he'd come on, he'd done really well as well. So it is a really, really hard one to and call. And it's really what we've been crying out for for a while because, you know, you've got Son, you could probably say the same of him as in he doesn't normally do 90 minutes. It's very rare that Son will do 90 minutes. He's kind of effective starting or he's effective coming off the bench or sometimes mm. not. But with those three, like... In the past few games, I think it's because Ali's not been there that there's been that decision to make. And the one thing that we've been crying out for across the pitch is just options. It's not having it's not having having a backup, but actual options. The fact that we're talking about should he start, should he not start. That's where we want to be. We want a bunch of players that are occupying. You know, they're vying for the same roles, but. They offer different things rather than one's our starter, one's our back. So there is competition in our squad. Yeah, exactly. And you look at all in three of those position. players, uh, Son, Lamella and Lucas, like I said, they all all similar roles but all completely different players. And that's fantastic. And I believe that at some point in this season, all three of them are going to click, you know, uh, whether it's just two of them playing at the same time, but whatever three out of the two are playing, uh, whatever two out of the three are playing, they're going to click and it's... I think it's going to be fantastic to watch. It's going to be good football because they can all pl- all play football. They're all good with their f- at the feet. What is our what is our best free behind the one? I don't think we have our best free at the that's moment. A good, that's I good. think I don't think we have the. Uh, this but is what, it, it, so going into the game against who? Ran? Who next? Watford. What, 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 no, not Watford. The next league game. Huddersfield away. Huddersfield, Huddersfield away. Who, who do you pick as your front three? Who, who, who do you go with right now? I, again, that's what we've got a manager for because I don't fucking know. But I'm asking <laughs> you. I don't know. I don't know. I'm brave enough I, to answer it. Go on. I will... <laughs> I, and I will drop Ken just for a little rest. Yeah? Go on then. What is I'm going to get some Twitter hate for that. No, I and I would put Lamella up front people. with uh, Lucas. Lamella up front? Yeah. I what put, the fuck are you on about? He, he was saying Kane off of, and I thought... <laughs> I'll humour him. No, yeah. no, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Lamella out front. You fucking what, mate? <laughs> Could you imagine if Lamella started as a number nine? I, said, I played false nine. Yeah, but that wouldn't be him. It'd be Son, surely. Nah. Maybe he's got something. Yeah, if no. you're going to drop Kane... Maybe he's got something. Lamella, Son... Fight me. ...and Mora <laughs> together, you've probably got something in there, but we don't we just need like to change role, the way just we like, play. Just, we, uh, we can't keep changing the way that we play every single game. If I don't the players think, are not can comfortable with the different Can I just say I don't distance. want... To like drop Kane long term or anything. I just, no, I just, I you do. You <laughs> hate him. You hate Kane. Off air, enough, enough, enough from you. Enough from you. You hate Kane. It's fine. You, it's, it's, maybe it's his the way he talks. I don't know. What he, but what you're, <laughs> um, I think we're, we're, we are going to be a four-two-three-one now. Yeah. I think the reason why we played that weird diamond formation, Dave, you can come in now, uh, is uh, is because uh, can we, can we delete that last bit? Or? No, I just find no. I, look, no, I think there's a lot of people no, out no, there no, who, no, who no, understand that Kane. But, but I just feel like the next two games, Watford in the in the League Cup, and then Huddersfield away. If he does need a rest, I feel this is the time to rest him, and that's, Con- that's all. Con- this is not when we need a proper backup striker. Nobody's talking about bringing Lorente in. Like, is that not exactly where we're talking about? We don't yeah. have somebody that we how, want to play in that position. How, how? It has to be. It has to be Son. The only way we can, we don't need Janssen. We don't need Lorente. Right? We don't need to sign oh, a backup. Yeah. <laughs> He's still at the club technically, right? He hasn't got a squad number. The, uh, we don't need a backup striker to Kane because you won't find a quali- one quality enough or have the drive enough to, to come and play second fiddle to him. He's never going to replace him, even if he's unfit, as we've seen. But what we do have is uh, Son, who can play in that false nine position we've seen before. So, um, 
I don't think signing a, a backup's the issue. We can find other people. Conrad Williams on Facebook, he says, do you think Kane is starting to look at, like his old self again? He looks hungry after, for, for a second after the penalty. Obviously, he scored the penalty, which was good enough in itself, but he should always be able to bang those away. But he had three chances, which he more or less created in himself. Uh, he showed strength and power in the latter stages of the game. He played up front on his own for the first time this season, and he looked a semblance of him, his, own, his own self. I don't think there's an issue. I really don't. I don't, I, again, I don't I'm, I'm, now I look like I'm backtracking, but I don't think there's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> what is I this would guy? just like Who is this guy. I would just like. I would just like to see him just look a little bit fresh. I think his mental fatigue is a, as well as his physical. Mm-hmm. And just you know, I think now, and I'm only saying that because of the two games we've got coming up, that, that I feel there is enough time, an opportunity it, there, an opportunity there, yeah. to that. But yeah. he did look like his old self. I think. Uh, Someone someone brought up a, an interesting point on Twitter when they were saying that when uh, Mora went off, Kane, that's when Kane started to look like his old self and not saying uh, that... I, I think he's right, but it, like I think there, there could be potentially that Kane and Mora are still trying to suss each other out, who who's doing the running, who's going where, and that's the, that's the bit that Kane normally occupies and he'll normally run and... If Potter say no, 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 let 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 Lucas do the running for you, but Kane's like, man, I'm, I'm fit. I'm, I'm I, really I, I want to get go. into that space, but it, it's yeah. kind of a bit like, oh fuck, like who's playing where, who's doing what? Yeah, I very much agree. I think I think that that the system kind of dictates the way that that Kane will shine. Mm. So if you know we're going, oh, Kane's Kane's been off the pace. He's not been doing what he normally does. But that's coincidentally happened when the system's been changed to put somebody around him that does more of the running. That's going to change his game. Yeah. Like, he did look different. He did look different. You know, and the, and the thing is as well, Kane's the reason why he's got his insane scoring record is because he just makes space and takes pot shots from all over the shop, and he has not been doing that the, this season. I haven't seen him do anywhere near as many shots, whether it's from range or a bit closer or just opportunist little things Does where have- he's gone. I'm going to put my head down and fucking belt it. Does he's have, not be doing it. Does have three more goals than he did this time last season? Apparently, he's not uh, had a shot from outside the box this season. And this point last season, he'd the taken system ten, is ten shots. Yeah, as we wow. said, the system, the system, the system hasn't suited him. I, mean, I think that a return, we saw a return to the cane. We kind of knew against Brighton, and and you're right that without someone doing running for him, that perhaps he will return to his old self. I well, and it do, doesn't mean that he's in, incompatible with Mora. It doesn't mean that, that they don't work yeah. together. It just means the roles that they've been I allocated. I think they're just trying to find uh, a rhythm and, a, and, a, and some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of... Help me out here. Some like, yeah. Symbiosis. Symbiosis. <laughs> that's, it. that's exactly the word I was looking for. Um, but when was the last time... I, I can't remember the last time Kane scored... Um, for me, I mean, he scores so many different kind of goals. Mm. But for me, the classic Kane goal is where he just gets it out of his... Out of his feet, and he, he drills it low across the goalkeeper. It's all coming, and you know, I, I just, I just, I feel like when he was on his own, he, he was taking more chances there, and he was feeling like his old self. But I, I think Kay's right, and I think that there, there will be a time where he will work out more as where where Mora is and what Mora does. Of course, he will. We'll just, you know, uh, Harry Kane. He 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 made a, a quote or he made a statement rather on the. Uh, current situation and, and the media for Roy, which is crazy given the fact that he, he has scored three goals whereas last season he hadn't but you know there's reasons for that I guess he said I would rather I, I would 100% rather have a focus on me than not have it I've scored three goals this season which is not terrible when you set standards in other seasons and other games people will talk talk if you don't reach them 
and I'm the first to analyse my game and see what I can do. That's a healthy and positive way to think about these things, isn't it? Yeah. Cave, you're, you are on a bummer. What's going on I'm with not, you? No, 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 I'm not I on a bummer. Your face. I'm not What's on a bummer. I just think that, like, what the what are you, what do you expect him to say when you're asking him questions about, like, like he, he's, he's England captain, he's media trained. Do you expect him to go, like, no, I really wish that the spotlight wasn't on me because when I have, uh, you know, I'm not scoring goals, it really gets me down and the pressure's too much. Like, what's he supposed to say? Just let him get on with his job. Mm. Like, those those quotes, like, I know that they're, they're good to kind of be like, yeah, he's being positive, but, like, is he going to say anything other than that? Of course he's going to get his head down. That's, <laughs> that's what he's supposed to say. He, he could say respect. Treat me with respect. And then the, talk about cows and that. <laughs> But he didn't. He talks about football. And that's what we want to hear. Here comes the train. But you're right. Here comes the train. The train is going to smash the cows. <laughs> that's that what it was, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, <laughs> is Danny Rose re- uh, getting back to his old self? Uh, he seems to be preferred over Davies now. He started uh, consecutive Premier League games. Is it just the way the, the, the fixtures are piling up and... I don't think Davis has looked great this season, if I'm honest. Which is odd, because he's really been fantastic for us. He's been very, very consistent in the absence of of Rose coming back from his injury. Danny Rose's performance against Brighton was very good, I thought. Absolutely. I thought Rose was very good. I do love Danny Rose. I do. And he said he was going to stick around and fight for his place, and he has. So fair play to him. And I I really like that that 2016, Danny Rose just... I mean, if you can get back to like seventy percent of that player, we've still got a fantastic, fantastic yeah. footballer on our hands. And it does, and, and I, I agree with Cave that that I thought, thought Davis was looking poor in pre-season as, as well. I just mm-hmm. feel like I don't know. I, I like Davis, and I think he's been consistent. And whenever he's come in, he's done a job. He's professional, uh, but he has looked a bit kind of off off the pace so far. So, uh, but hopefully, he comes back because you know, we need that competition. But for me, a, a fire in Danny Rose should should be the star there. It'd be great to see because he, he at times in in his Spurs career under Pochettino, he's been the best left back or left wing back in in the country. Absolutely. And if he can get back to that, and he could. Then why not? Um, why are you looking at me then? I thought you were going to say something. Well, no, I'm still just to add to that. Thinking about Janssen. He hasn't got a squad number. Go on, what's, go on, what's going through your mind? Well, like, where is he? What's he doing? Well, he's got no squad. Like, he's so, he's around. I think he's around. Like, he's walking Spurs around Spurs Lodge, and you know when like. Uh, like someone temporary comes into work and they get like a temporary work security pass and yeah. everyone else is in the hall and someone's got to buzz him in because he's he's not full time. Yeah. So he's like, it's like he's, waiting he's, for he's a always lift. in a corridor or something, <laughs> waiting to be let in somewhere. Yeah, because he's not allowed for. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I think he's doing? I think he's in 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 in, in I think he's in parks. Nah. Right, and he's hanging around <laughs> kids that are playing football. Waiting to be invited. Yeah, you know, you know, plucking, like, plucking up the cor- cor- courage to you know, say, like, can, I, can I have a game? And they go, even teams, mate. You, you know, They know how shit he's going to be. You know, like in, in Space Jam, where Niles Barkley has his talent taken and he sees the kids playing yeah. some street basketball. And he's like, you're, you're Niles Barkley, do you want to play? And he's like, he can't play. Yeah. You're, you're Janssen, yeah. do you want to play? You're not Janssen. <laughs> You're just this kind of really weird, thickly set man. He's got a really sad looking face as well. Like his, his, his face can switch to disappointment in a heartbeat as well. Like, he was on top of the world, Cave. He was banging goals in for AZ Alkmaar, like smashing it up. He turns up at Tottenham he's like, fuck, I'm not very good. We've ruined his yeah. life. I reckon we've he's ruined his you life. Know, you know how they've got them youth uh, player uh, living lodges now on the, on the, in the Spurs? I reckon he's just got one of them. 
And he's just own. like this this old like this old divorced man living in a hotel, playing just really, playing, really small playing FIFA. Yeah, just yeah. like that's the, that's Jans. You know, there's that Mourinho meme of him just peering through the curtains. <laughs> yeah. It's just Jansen watching everyone train. Yeah, just yeah, train. train. <laughs> <laughs> Giving the youth youth team advice that they don't want. To yeah. be fair, he is injured. He is actually. He is Tottenham. He's come back from his loan. He is injured. Uh, have you, from what I know. You've seen the David uh, the David Brent meme when he, he go, has a date. <laughs> yeah. She has a date. And the woman goes, supposed to have a white scarf, supposed to be very pretty, and looks like it's, oh, for fuck's sake, when he sees her. That's what it's like every time Janssen walks in the training centre. Like, will he ever fuck off? And this is what I'm talking about. We ho- we're can horrible. You, can you imagine if he was actually listening right now? Oh, like, I and do you know so what? He's bad. got fuck all else to do. He's that? got fuck all else to do, Kate. He probably is listening. We haven't said anything bad about him, just about that. I love that no he's, he's, he's like, the, the fighting cock is his only kind of thing that's holding him on to the love of Spurs. And he's going to download <laughs> this episode and go, oh, new episode out, can't wait. Yeah. Oh, and even they hate me. Mate, we had an episode <laughs> called Jansen is a potato, so... Yeah, that's true. Uh, I... The, the thing, the, another thing you said, we're not ever going to talk about... <laughs> we're not. We're not ever going to talk about Jansen again. We said this on the pod. We're never going to talk about Vincent Jansen again until he does something good. We're not going to criticise him. We haven't spoken about him again. God bless him. He's I not even done anything. He's not... I mean, I mean we're, we're just bringing it up for him. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Ricky Ricky was just sitting, hadn't spoken. Yeah, 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 I just felt, I just felt for him, you know, because he's just somewhere. No like, spot number. He tweeted recently, walking around like, in his pockets, keeping a <laughs> coat can, yeah. proving to the streets that he still got he's it. He's like moping and yeah, yeah. just wearing a pair of clogs and yeah. just, you know, <laughs> moping around. And the fan, <laughs> and, and, and he's moped and complained so much that the other players are like, "Fucking, that's enough, mate." <laughs> you know, like you know, have you ever seen the, the film Alive? You ever seen the film Alive? That life when they they crash at Argentina oh, rugby, shit. yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, they yeah, crash yeah, and they have yeah, to eat yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right at the beginning, there's a woman who's crushed in this plane crash. Yeah, she's fucked. Her legs are broken. She's moaning. She's moaning. Ah, my legs! Right, and one of the other blokes going, "Shut the fuck up! We're sick of listening to you. Shut the fuck!" It's been two days of her complaining. That's what they're like with Vincent Janssen. She's a woman in a plane crash with broken legs. That's Vincent Janssen. <laughs> And all the players are I bet, fed up I bet that him. woman's better at scoring goals than Vincent Young. Probably. Yeah. I mean... What, with a broken mean, leg? Yeah, with two broken legs. She's dead. She's dead. Still better. Um, right, then. Yeah, what else have we got? <laughs> uh, Watford, MK, does anyone give a shit? Do, uh, what, Lee, how do you feel about the League Cup? What, what can we do to make what is a historic competition in English football better? I'll tell you what. Give it a Champions League place. Take one from the league. Yeah. Everyone takes it seriously then. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good idea. We I might mean, need that space. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good idea. It's not a good idea. It's a terrible idea. It's to terrible get rid idea. of the competition. I don't know. As the, like, I was born in '91. That's the only thing I've seen Spurs win. Yeah. <laughs> so like for for me, it's like that was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I remember that. There, I was I was 2008. Got, I was there. But what I, you're doing is holding on to romanticism. Because we're not there anymore. But the shit little clubs like. I would still take Ever. us winning that this year. As would, see, this is a good question. Would you, if that was the only trof- trophy that we could win, would you put all efforts into winning that trophy just to win and develop a, a winning mentality? Yes, you would. I would because the alternative is playing a weaker side in Champions League. But what are we foregoing I, to win that? Does, are we, are we foregoing playing, Champions uh, yeah. League qualification? Because I, I would don't rather stay. That's in not the, realistic. But but I think if you think, all right, well, we're not going to win the FA Cup. Why aren't we going to win the fucking FA Cup? We, we were there. We could win it. 
I mean, we can yeah, win it this we should year. be like, winning it. We, we will. Realistically, the only thing, the two things we can win this year are the FA Cup and the League Cup and the Champions League and, and the League. Quadruple's on, mate. Basically, quadruple's yeah. on. We're not out of oh, money. I know that's on any competition. It just depends. Yet. It just depends if Jansen comes back from injury soon enough. All right. Yeah, no, this is the problem. He's <laughs> floppy legs. As Spurs fans, we don't believe. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's broken, flappy little I'm, leg. I'm sorry. I'm usually an optimist, but I'm just—I feel like I'm just being a realist. Yeah. All right. Fair and enough. I like the idea of us winning uh, one trophy every decade, or for the last whatever eight decades, or and we're running out of decade. We're not running out. Of decade. <laughs> we're running out of decade. Running out of decades. So. Uh, we're gonna break now, for Wendy. You're supposed to hear Windy now, but he's in Spain, knee-deep in God knows what. I'd like to think he's in some grassy brass house. Getting up to all hijinks. (laughs) All kinds of debauchery. And he's naked. And he's... Still wearing a tie. He's wearing a tie. He's (laughs) naked, wearing a tie, and um, vigorously having sex with a, a woman of the night from behind <laughs> who's much bigger than him <laughs> and he's just holding on to her hips as he vigorously bangs her from behind uh, but he did leave this note he says uh, the under 18s won 9-0 but the under 23s lost 6-0 uh, so that's the youth update cheers Wendy cheers thanks, Wendy. Wendy thanks for that mate second half of the Fight Club podcast thank you very much for staying with us um Fightcock is sponsored by FansBet. It's the only betting company out there that has any kind of moral compass because they give half of their earnings back to worthwhile projects or, or stories inside uh, Tottenham and all the other clubs are associated with. So if you like a flutter at, at the football, um, sign up for a FansBet account. You can do that at fansbet.com. Uh, when you do that, select the Fighting Cock drop-down as you sign up. Otherwise, they won't know you come from us. Uh, and then, like I say, I've said many times, we're finding a worthy cause that we're going to make something decent happen for someone who needs it, a little leg up. All right, uh, Carl Walker, did you see the interview he did? Where he, he mm. sort of finally spoke about Pochettino and, and the comments that he made um, in his book. Um, he said he felt betrayed because his confidential, confidentiality was uh, breached. What, what do you think of Walker's statements, Kate? I think it's it's difficult for a player that's left a club because obviously while you're in the club you're not going to say anything about any of the stuff that's gone on. Normally this kind of stuff comes out... It's not even when a player's left, it's when a player's retired Mm. and you can kind of avoid these conversations and then all of a sudden when when it's not going to affect your career at all then you can talk about what actually happened. So to have been put in a position where Poch in his book said certain things about him, like, I don't have any particular opinion about what Poch said about him but it can't be easy for you know you've left a club and then in a book your ex-manager says a load of stuff about you Mm. it's it's not particularly easy for him I don't think like you say most of these books are done after retirement when it no longer affects anybody in concern and even then a lot of people are quite sheepish like Ledley King never spoke about his what was said between him and Terry when he got sent off at Chelsea uh, sorry against Chelsea out of a I think he's probably at a level of not dredging up the past, but I think what the Pochettino book happened so soon after Walker's leaving 
that perhaps in in the moment, and I'm not sure if he'd do it again, maybe he would do it again, but in the moment he, he said things that he probably... He was very open about that Walker situation. I don't blame Walker for coming out, just for the record. It, it, Potch made the first moment, yeah. most the, the first step in that direction by talking about that situation when a lot of the stuff should stay behind closed doors and shouldn't be said in public because it is between two people. I wouldn't want the conversations like I have with my boss to be made, not that anyone would be interested, but if, if they were, if I was some sort of public figure, you know, that some of the conversations you have are, are confidentiality, conf- confidential. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, the thing is as well, like, with... Uh... With, with, with Walker, he has got like a, a history and a legacy with Tottenham, and he, and he was a good servant to the club, and he done well. And it's kind of like I don't know, if it, it, like the the way that it was worded by Poch and, and how it came about about him leaving and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what that's one side of the story, but you don't want to get in a in a tit for tat kind of tabloid. He said this, I said that, blah blah blah. Uh, but then, and embraced uh, but, afterwards. But then, it, it, yeah, it, it, and in the, in the the flip side, uh, Poch is very straight, and he's like, "Yes, this did happen. No, that didn't happen." Um, and from his point of view, he's just like, oh, "I haven't lied about it. I haven't sugarcoated it. This is this, this is what happened." So it's a bit from like I don't know, like you're saying, it's, it normally happens when people have left, the, uh, when people have retired, and then uh, you know everything kind of comes out, but. Um, I don't know. I think that, that you know when we play them, I think they still probably have a little hug and whatever. I, I think as previously they have hugged and embraced and stuff. I, I think there's still a lot of respect between them. Um, I think it's just weird and I, I, that, that Walker has come out and, and said something before retirement. But then again, I think that's 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 good. That's brave. Why not? Do you know if if he's got something to say, say it. And I think. Uh, Far too often we're, we're, we talk about footballers and, and what they say to the media is you know being kind of media trained and not honest and and as soon as somebody like 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 Troy Deeney I love Troy Deeney because of how honest he is yeah. mm. and all, all Walker for me all Walker's <laughs> doing there is being honest and, and fighting his own own corner you know yeah and he was probably and, asked a pretty direct yeah, question as well um, that sort of stuff doesn't come out like just like right it's my agenda yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna talk about what Potch said about me in his book yeah. like the, the chances are he was asked a pretty direct question yeah. about that and, and, and uh, what are you supposed to do well I mean I think he'd be within his rights to have a right of reply as well I mean yeah, someone yeah. was talking about you but the personal situations or the business situations that you made or the conversations you had you'd want a, a, a right to reply somewhat so I don't have any issue with, with Carl Walker you know, like I said, Poch started it by putting the shit in, in, in the book with Gil and Belega, so it is what it is. Um, Carl Walker has the right to say whatever he wants to say about it. Um, I think, actually, on the, the surface, he's always been so professional about Spurs. He's always talked yes. about his fondness for the club, yep. about how hard it, it was for him to leave. And you look at what he's achieved since leaving Spurs, what can you argue? He, yeah. he gave nine years to Tottenham. He was quality for us in, in the large part. He's gone on to a... I wouldn't say bigger club, but a club that has more opportunities because of the financial investment. All power to him. Um, THFC Memory Man, he says, did any part of you in any perverse way feel that we had got our Tottenham back by losing three games in a row? With all of the other shitstorms and PR coming into the club, does, does a return to the 90s Spurs take us back to our roots? Uh <laughs> It, it did feel uh, in a way that we got our Tottenham back, but uh, it was a, qu- a question: did, did, did I kind of uh, enjoy it? No, not really. Mm. Um, like I, was, I was chatting with uh, with Cave at half time, saying about 
uh, following Spurs in the 90s and stuff like that. And at the moment, you know, when you're on that kind of... Uh, where you're in low point and then you start to go, go back up in that upward trajectory, that it's that kind of boost. And that, well, the win against feel, Brighton yeah, felt, yeah. felt really good because yeah. we needed it so it badly. Did, yeah. yeah, yeah, it did. But um, yeah, thinking back to uh, that, that uh, to the nineties, and do, do I miss it and uh, romanticised about it in some weird way? No, <coughs> no, I don't. No, I think as well. Like when you say like getting our Tottenham back by losing three games, and and is that like a return to the way we used to feel? Like the way we used to feel we wouldn't have made such a fuss about losing three games exactly, because yeah. it was kind of what there we would were be used no to. media yeah. shit storm. Exactly. So the, the, the fact that there's this much pressure on the fact that we've lost three games is is kind of alien. It's a fairly new thing. We've been on this, you know, the last, what, seven or eight years or something has been such an upward trajectory that um, losing a, a run of games is, is a pretty alien feeling right? at least with the nature of the performances as well like it does feel like that you know losing three games is a big deal yeah but we also won three games and we weren't playing particularly well yeah. and, and, and that hasn't happened for a while we, I, I think we haven't started the season pretty well at all like, even when we was winning um, so like like Kay said it's, it's alien because of how we performed um, the the late 90s and early noughties were, were the hot times. Mm. And uh, I don't know if I'd like... I don't know why we... Don't would want to go, go back there. Well, why would we go back there? It's like mm. if you, you know, had had a wife that was cheating on you for years and you get a new girlfriend and then she also cheats on you, like, oh, it reminds me of my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh... Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, like, let's let's move on. We're a better team than that now. We're, we're, we should have a better mentality than... Oh, it's like the old days. Pochettino. But, but supporting Spurs and going to the games, it does... There is a difference in that the, the expectation that we should be winning games. Like there, there is a certain it's amount a bit of poisonous, isn't it? It, it? it is like, and I, I my 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 memories of supporting Spurs as I was growing up, and especially when when I got my season ticket and started going, is that uh, I never at any point had expected us to be winning games. Mm. So so <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. So so going on a bit of a bad run and then going to the stadium with perhaps newer fans or fans whose expectations had been lifted yeah. over the past few years because of the the quality of our performances, like that is a different environment to be supporting your team in and it and it does feel a little bit alien so there might be a bit of a like yeah i i would i would take the fact that we haven't been good for, for ages and and then you win a game that sensation is amazing it is isn't it yeah that is absolutely and, and, and that i maybe I do miss that a little bit that's what yeah. the guy's getting at yeah here. Is that the, the, the having that opportunity of being shit, but having moments of brilliance and the, exactly. the, the outburst of euphoria? Because I'll go back to my favourite night ever watching Spurs was the 5 1 win against Arsenal in the League Cup semi final. And we're talking about you know, just like getting rid of the League Cup in the first half of this podcast. Yeah. But, but that competition gave me one of my best moments as a Spurs fan. And when we absolutely, and, and, and I love that moment so much that literally one night last night I got into bed, weren't that tired. And I thought, I oh, know, I'm going to rewatch the highlights of that game. Because it was incredible. Yeah. Because of what we were coming out of, because of the mediocrity, because of the fact that Arsenal had so much over us for so many years, to, to proper, properly fucking give them a wallop was incredible. <laughs> and, and the commentary, I remember every moment. And, and some people out there say, well, it's small time. If you experience it, it ain't small time. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's yeah, a poignant yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah. I, I would say anyone who dismisses that evening as something of the club of the past doesn't understand what we went through as a, as a yeah. fan base and the shit we got from them lot. I was there at that evening and it was one of the best 
nights of my life. I was 16. Yeah. 16 years old. It was mm. the best night of my life, I reckon. Just uh, just everything, just from Gina scoring in the first two minutes. Yeah. And, and that's it. I mean, you go back to them play, And I think where, where Spurs have been for the majority of our lives have been not that great, you know. I feel sometimes with with all all the the lows, it makes the highs so much of course, sweeter. Absolutely, right? yeah. And uh, but now we've we are in a run of, of knowing quite high of qualifying for this Champions League, of beating Real Madrid and we've had some great moments and now we lose to Watford and, and I think we, we capitulate. We we you see you look you look on Spurs Twitter and you look at other fans and they start, Oh we we're not good enough with and I feel like we do Overreact sometimes now. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think what what we want is a return to the stoical, kind of philosophical Spurs fan of the nineties and mid two thousands, but with the quality that we've got now. And you, unfortunately, you can't have both things. No. But what, basically, I think what this is about is like, don't be a fucking dickhead after we lose. I think no. It's no. just a shift in the way might... that we support our team as a collective and. It's, it is a different following now. It is yeah. a different following because you had fans that have, in their lifetimes, you know, you look at teenagers that are following Spurs, they remember us being pretty decent and getting better. Mm. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. us being shit. There is like, a new age of Spurs fans, I think, of, like, you know, people that were teenagers or, or like, 10 years old in the Red Nap days. There are, there are definitely a, a new age of fans from those days. Yeah, of course. But there always will be. Yeah. I mean, if you have a successful football club, this stuff's always going to come with it. And, and we're in an enviable position because we can take the, the stance of, of having experienced the shit that we did in, in the 90s and, and the 2000s and then bring it into this new era and say... I mean, I don't, and, know, and I think it, I don't know why we're, we're forgetting that, that only, like, five years ago, six years ago, was the AVB Sherwood days. And they were, they were, they were dark, Man. They were pretty grim. That, they were pretty mm. grim. Alderman, like, like, uh, AVB was 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 dra- his, his his first career in hindsight was dragged by the fact that Bale was but, there, but exactly. and Modric for the first part. Yeah, the uncertainty of knowing what the <laughs> hell was going on with our club, what our direction was when when he went and Sherwood took over, and we were like. Oh, and then Sherwood started talking you know, to the press. I've got some like, PCSC oh. about that because I don't remember the period at all. Really, the only thing I remember about Sherwood's reign was starting Bentaleb against Arsenal in the FA Cup. <laughs> that's that's all yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, although Bentaleb is, gave us some good games, but I'm not. I'm not digging I mean, him out. Um, I remember Vertonga and just his head wasn't there. With Sherwood was there. I, that's all. That's the one thing that yeah. stands out for me is Vertonga just wasn't. Wasn't in, and he's not a bad player. No. And he didn't become a bad player, but, but he's, he's just, his head it, and his heart wasn't, wasn't there, there at all. Because yeah. there was talk of him leaving, and he yeah. wasn't performing. Yeah. And then and like, he is so good now. Yeah, he's, I, amazing. I, I, he's, he's amazing. been so consistent. I just wanted to say something to the people out there who make it clear that um, they want the best for Tottenham, and what the best for Tottenham means to these people is. The fact that that we should be winning things. Why not we winning things? I, I'm upset because we're not being the best that we can be. We're not winning trophies. We're not. Uh, Pochettino isn't the visionary to guide us to where we want to go. We haven't got the players. We should have invested. We shouldn't build a stadium. We should build the stadium, and we should invest. All that stuff. What, what what you're doing when you're talking that way? You're not. You're not being. Uh, holding any kind of depth. All, all you're doing is kind of talking about what you want. So a lot of people are saying, like, you know, Pochettino isn't a winner. 
they're not he's not like the, the, the manager to guide us through to the next stage he's taken as far as as we can you're not going to change anything by having that mindset I get it it upsets you that we're not winning games but the reason why you feel that we should be winning games is because of Pochettino so it just it pisses me off somewhat when I read the garbage on Twitter and these people I'm thinking of one person in particular I'm not going to say his name but I've read his tweets and I think this geezer is a fucking imbecile I won't say it because it's not fair on him it's not his fault he's an imbecile it just is uh, but it's just there's there's a lack of understanding, I think, of the because uh, we could so easily go back to the nineties. We could. I, I think football's changed in a way that means that because of the money coming into the game, because we're a global brand, we're never going to really, without huge catastrophe, drop out of the top six. But there is a world where we could end up being where we're putting all our pins on, uh, all our uh, hopes on um, Jamie Redknapp in midfield, an aging Jamie Redknapp and Poyet in midfield. Uh, looking at Clive Wilson thinking nah, he's alright he's alright Gary Doherty up front auxiliary striker oh, he, he, you know, we're, we're, play, we're playing we're playing Arsenal in the FA Cup semi-final and he's up front <laughs> that, this is good this is fine this is fine no, I think I don't know people fuck me up it's symptomatic of the world that we live in people want a quick fix they expect everything and you know we basically sound like People that lived through the war and then know a little bit. Watch the world change a lot, and then there's all these youngsters running around that just get what they want and expect the same all the time. Exactly, exactly. And 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 this is I know when this guy was I mentioned was born. Right. I know he's. I won't tell you how, but I know he's the year he was born. Were we of drinking age by the when he was born? Not quite. We would have been. Were we actually drinking when he was born? (laughs) Probably. Probably. Probably, okay. Uh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it, like, when someone who's gone through the war talks to you, you sit down, shut the fuck up and listen. Exactly. And this person doesn't do that. This podcast for. <laughs> listen. Yeah. Listen to you, you fucking prick. Anyway, um, uh, Dorset Spurs, he says, what can we do to make sure that the shit atmosphere at Wembley doesn't stay the same when we go back to White Hart Lane? Cheese room. <laughs> uh, no, about the beer, the beer, <laughs> like the local craft brewery. Beavertown. Is it Beavertown? It's been sold now, isn't it? Uh, so it's now a corporate I think it's conglomerate. Part owned by. Don't, by don't, please let it be Carlin. It's, it's, I think Carlin. it's Heineken. Oh. I think it, whoever whoever Heineken. our 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 beer. You know, Windy likes a craft beer. Yeah, I think it's I think, Heineken. I think it is, yeah. Windy loves a craft beer. Not now. He's he's pouring two points of craft beer over a, a lady of the night. <laughs> As he but the thing is, he's in Spain, he can't get it. He's just he's calling it Estrella some kind of crafty yeah. name and then just... And then, and, and, and just, special salmon. Like <laughs> just a special salmon. Well, I like to think that they're like, you know, those German beers, the big yeah, ones. Yeah, the Steins. Yeah, so he's just Steins. And he pours the Steins all over this bird and just smashes them over his own head. <laughs> and goes, I'm fucking Wendy! <laughs> <laughs> That's what Did I a think. jug of sangria Irish cock for Lou. Straight in there. Straight in Lovely. Oh, he's having a great time. <laughs> Lovely. He's having a great time. He's out like, oh, there with his missus and family. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just snuck up, got made a phone call. <laughs> he noticed as he was walking to the hotel and they're dragging their butt bags along. He, he out of his side eye, he thought, That's definitely a brothel. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting yeah. straight oh, in. Oh, he knows there. it. Clocked her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a bottle of HP sauce in his back pocket. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know what I meant. <laughs> you don't, oh, don't use that for lube. That's, that, do, you know, do you know this? What? My, uh, Alex, my little brother. Used HP sauce for lube? Well, not, not intentionally. He, he, he pulled his ex-girlfriend 
I think he talked about it. Not he won't, he won't have, yeah, so he, the lights were off and he thought he had a packet of lube. Who carries a packet of lube in there? Like, Who carries HP? No, no. no. <laughs> You've been like, to Weatherspoons that night. No, when you're a student, you've got HP. You, you might have you packets of HP. Sachets. because money's tight and stuff. But he's, he's about to have sex with his bird and uh, he gets what he thinks is a, a little sachet of lube, <laughs> sprays it all over his cock, and then they're having sex and then he's like, it smells, <laughs> it smells a bit fruity in here, doesn't it? <laughs> It's an extra that, fruity one, too yeah. fruity. Well, he just like, he turns the light on and he's like, he's got the wrong packet and there's, you know, Her Majesty's the Queen. No, no, it's not. Her, the, the House of Parliament <laughs> looking of Parliament. back at him. Oh my! Yeah. They laughed about it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Good job. He, was, he wasn't fucking up the arse because he would have thought she'd shit herself everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. I didn't, don't think you thought about that. Dorset Spurs <laughs> asked that question about the atmosphere at Wembley. Uh, Rio, <laughs> Rio Coca uh, on Twitter. He's not the maybe isn't. I mean, that would be atmosphere what, what a what a benign question if it was actually yeah. Nigel Rio Coca. Nigel Rio Coca. Message to us this specific. Question. This is a verified account. <laughs> Nigel Rio Coca asks, "Is it okay to put the heating on in September?" Does he think he's like <laughs> he's tweeting British gas or something? Like he knew he knew what it's all about. He just wants is to it okay opinion. to? Um, Have you put the heating on. I did it yesterday. Uh, it was the time. It was yesterday. Uh, yesterday was nifty. I did it yeah. yesterday. Really? I, I was really hungover. I was really upset about it. So, really upset about it. I was really hungover and cold. And you know, I was wearing like tight, like like little uh, shorts and t-shirt. You know, like just football shorts and t-shirt. Walking around the house. I thought when you thought you said tight, I was just like a cycling costume just sitting around there just like costume. my Spurs shorts and a t-shirt you know like Bing Tang Bali or some commercial some shit and uh, and I was like you know when you can't be bothered to put more clothes on oh. so you just put the thing is I don't pay the heating bill so it's does? easier for me uh, does it matter it doesn't matter it doesn't it? matter but, um, <laughs> have you got a special arrangement with the landlady yeah it's, it's all in yeah. is it so what, I'll, what, I'll use that shit yeah we're not talking about your penis. No, no, well, no. My well, bill is all in. A friend of the podcast, Alex from Bristol, has a story. <laughs> when he comes on, maybe a show. Do you know what? He doesn't like the story because he, he. You're going to share it? Or? No, 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 no. Can you no, share no. it after? The... No. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you after. Oh, okay. But the, but I, I I won't do it on the podcast because you know there's. Is that the thing he talked about last time we were? On he was on, he, he he said I won't talk about this. But he said next time. No, no. He said the next time we clear. No, I don't. That's something Is else. That a different story. That's, that's that's to do with. Uh, that's to do with. A, oh yeah, I remember now. A All camera right. that he set up in his own yeah, house that yeah. caught him doing a, a certain thing. Oh my god. You got. <laughs> tell me that after as well. Yeah, Alex has got stories for days. Uh, but he hasn't been on the podcast and um, he hasn't made an effort to be on the podcast. Apparently, he's busy with his kid. But. Um, so, so, what are you saying? Maybe we should tell his I'm story. I'm saying that either he gets to tell it himself and, and, and can angle it how he wants to, yeah, or we fucking tell it because right. he's attendance the on the podcast. The world needs to know as well. The world does need to know. So, yeah, there's two stories one about a, uh, a camera and the other one about a landlady. There's a rule, rule in my house, heating is not allowed on until 1st of October. You, you fucking put your clothes on, all of it. So you're talking all, to your daughters, all, yeah, yeah, everyone, put all of your clothes everyone, on? Put all of your like clothes Joey on. Like Joey from Friends? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, why, that's what I was doing. But yeah. yesterday, I just I went early, 23rd September, fuck it, it's too cold. While, while I remember, um, I, because I'm going to forget, I just want to say thank you. I did uh, a, tour, a comedy tour of Asia. This is incredible. In, yeah, um, this is great. Uh, May and April Where was uh, you? this year I was in I did uh, Indonesia uh, uh, Singapore Singapore Malaysia and Thailand but when I was in Singapore on two nights in the uh, row I had shows on Friday and Saturday on the Friday um, 
somebody came up to me after the show and they said that they they were a Spurs fan. They listened to the Fighting Cock. <laughs> Fucking mad. Isn't um, it? And and uh, his name was John Mills. I remember that. And he's, he was married to a gooner. That doesn't sound like a Singapore name. No, they were all expats. Oh. He was his name was John Mills. He's married to a gooner. I remember that. And then the, the Saturday night, a load of guys walk in with a Spurs polos on and I'm sitting there and I'm still naive to the fact I'm, I'm sitting like, like coincident ain't that fucking weird yeah. I'm a Spurs fan <laughs> that is, and I walk on the stage and they're, they're sitting on the front row um, and I, I say the first thing I say is like you know thanks for coming out you know I'm a Spurs fan as well and they go yeah we listen to the fighting cock Mad. and they came down and Mad. I remember John's from the Friday because I was a bit more sober than I was on the Saturday I can't remember the guy's name on the Saturday but he he asked for a picture and he said that he'd, he'd just been introduced to the fighting cop this season or last season mm. uh, by his brother who's a big fan and he's listening to every episode from the first ever episode God bless that man I think his name was Barry or Gary it was some kind of shit name like that um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what? <but laughs> what? Gary, shit Gary. Yeah, Gary is a shit name Gary, Gary is another Gary is an awful name an and honestly it's the first chance I've got and I really really appreciate that guys if you're listening thank you so much I mean it from the bottom of my heart I mean, that is a lovely thing I like lovely thing and, and thank, thanks for listening there's people like to sing yeah. listen to the podcast what are you doing it's amazing what is it? great people great. It is a, they are great people so they took a selfie with you yeah yeah they took a so tweet what, to what, me, what so have I, they done with that selfie where is it I don't, uh, he said he wanted to show his brother because his brother met some, one of you guys uh, from the pod before took a selfie and sent it to him mm. so when he got the chance to meet me he took a selfie and sent it to his brother so uh, it was great yeah lovely um, what else can we do one more question before we got to go it's a good one Matt Collins on Facebook he says <laughs> the devil offers you a deal Spurs will win the league but for, the, for an entire eternity you must choose to have the direction of your ears and nose inverted you will only hear or smell the inside of your body, body during this time Constant, <laughs> constantly smelling feces piss blood and digesting food or constantly hearing your own heartbeat breathing and digestive system this is fucking horrendous why did you swap yeah. shit for feces because I, I mean it's not like we avoid using oh, it the does. word shit it does I, it does say shit on here doesn't it it does it, say shit on here I just feel like the, the, you, we, are you trying to sound intelligent <laughs> no I, I'm trying to I love I, how you went feces or piss I'm trying to add a pieces of punctuation. I'm trying to raise the level of the Okay. With this Sorry question. for trying, trying to better the podcast. Um, first of all, Matt Collins, where the fuck do you get off? Well, I haven't finished the what question. Is... I haven't finished the question. Or constant hearing of your heartbeat, breathing, and digestive system if your ears and nose are inside. Or Spurs don't win it and the scum win it all. What do you choose? How long? A year. How long did the well, devil? How long did start? Yeah, an entire year. Yeah. Well, for a start, that is a horrendous. Having having your ears inverted so that you can hear like the. You, we're talking about the inside of your head, and I don't think that my brain. You can hear your heartbeat. I think like chewing and eating and stuff would be pretty traumatic. Yeah. But like you don't. Really, you don't know the inside of your you head. You don't know how bad. He's telling yeah, you that the devil offers you a deal. You're, yeah. you're talking about. You're not. You're not <laughs> suggesting that the devil doesn't exist. Well, that's bollocks. You're talking about the plausibility of his conundrum. Okay. Well, but, but smelling the inside of you... Like, would you smell shit All from the, the inside there. of your head? But if the devil offers you a deal, he can do what he wants. Is the point. 
Right. So it's like the inside of your body. Yeah, imagine that. Okay. Right. Do, That's do, different. Do, do you do it Spurs win league? I need to think about this. Hang on. A right, second. I, I remember when uh, my missus was pregnant, and, <laughs> and like when she was she like, had her nose uh, inverted. Uh, she. Uh, <laughs> Like when when she'd be like oh like like can you see the baby moving and like can you like can you hear anything and I'd put my ear to her belly and like trying to hear a heartbeat or whatever and all I could hear was the gurgling of digestion and I'd like look up and smile and be like yeah I think I, I think I heard it kick and it like it was so, well, so all you could hear was... I'm thinking that was fucking disgusting <laughs> that was just his and I'd hear that for a year. But the crux of the matter is, we do it or they do it. I want to do it. Give us the league. I- I'll take it. Invert it all. <laughs> Make it two all. years. He's in the penis. Invert it all. Two years. That wasn't the deal. No, no, but you said invert it all, so that just means anything that's out is going in. Yeah, you did. Invert your penis as well, and your arsehole goes on the outside. And your arsehole comes out. Your penis wouldn't be much of a difference, though. So, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, the old black lace. <laughs> I used to have a, uh, me, me, and, me and Rick are so close that I used to have a name for his penis. Because I saw it once when he was having a piss. <laughs> you hit many a time, man. It's the darkest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it's so dark. It's we, because our yeah. we used to call your it penis the, it always seems to be darker than yeah. your skin yeah, tone. Absolutely, right? but Rick's is like Is it? Is yeah, your, your penis is definitely darker than your, I don't know yeah. why. Mine's not. It is. And we, Get it out now and we'll definitely we'll, we'll, not we'll have a little vote. Well yours is as pink as your face. Yeah. No way, man. Well, Rick, it's darker Rick's, for some reason. Rick's name Rick's penis is called the black lace. Is it like... Have you seen Mr. Deeds? Is it like Mr. Deeds' foot? I haven't seen this. Oh, oh! It's got like it's a basically foot. dead, isn't <laughs> like it? like a dead foot. Uh, has anyone got anything else? Um, no, I would... I would invert everything to... Uh, to I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I, I, I what, feel, for us to win the league? Yeah, no. Well, and Arsenal win it. I mean, I'm, I'm still more concerned about Matt Collins' mental health state Mate, to even think of that. that. Yeah, what, what, has he, what has he done to, to come up? Like, how, is, he must have read this anyway. Matt Collins, let us know. Um, if you're asking a question like that, you're definitely listening right now. You're one of the 30 percenters, right? <laughs> you 100 percent are, and God bless you. To the bottom of my heart, all of our hearts, thank you. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Where does he get off? How have you found like like it's like a comedian writing a great joke, Dave? You I might, don't know anything about that. But you might you might look at other comedians and think, fuck, I wish <laughs> I wrote that joke. A good joke, yeah. I, I look at it as someone who's kind of uh, devilled in the dark arts of, of uh, the human psyche. <laughs> I'd never I, even I thought about anything that. as horrendous yeah, yeah. as that. That's like the, the shit that happens when you go to hell. <laughs> they invert all of your sensory so you can only feel the inside. You're looking at the inside of your head. And maybe maybe <laughs> Matt Collins has been offered this by the devil and he was just trying to gauge a census of what yeah, we don't do. know. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. Could Matt, you... if that is the truth and you've been offered by the devil to do this and we win the league, yeah, do, do it. it. Take do one for the it. team. But can, you imagine, yeah? can you imagine a world where um, no, no one actually can genuinely prove whether... God or the devil exists, but Matt Collins is the guy that knows that the devil exists. A guy called Matt Collins. He holds the key to the reason why we're all here. Matthew a guy called Collins. Matt. Like he hasn't, he would say, if his name, I reckon it's Matthew. But he's, you know, yeah. Matt, and Matthew gives it gives it some gravitas because <laughs> one of the slightly more biblical. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But Collins. I mean, that, I mean, this is a fucking shit West Ham defender at best. That's, he's the most famous Collins ever. That and Collins Dictionary. That's all. The only good of Collins has done. Phil. 
Phil, Phil, Collins. Phil Collins. That is the best Collins. Don't forget Phil. Great Don't drummer. Phil. Before he turned into a mental case. Don't get me wrong. I Genesis like him as a singer back in the as well. Day. Genesis. Genesis mm, I like Gen- Phil Collins. Genesis Air was tonight. much better before. I can feel it coming in the. Um, no one asked for that, by the way. <laughs> no, they didn't. Like, Matt, uh, go fuck yourself. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. I know you've got a gig coming up, yeah? Yeah, I've got I've got some gigs. Uh, I'm in Bristol this Saturday. If anyone's listening at Spurs Should've Bristol, at, um, uh, Rip Raw Comedy Club. I'm in Edinburgh this Friday. If anyone's listening from Edinburgh, and I've got some London shows, just follow me on Twitter, and I'll I'll let you know. There you go. Nothing from me. Nothing from Cave. Nah, that gig's coming up, mate. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, not me. Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.